So I wanted to be a little topical this time because heavens knows I've had a lot of time to try and come up with an idea for this. I want to give a little insight on the return of the podcast two years ago. If you were listening back then, I was mulling over a complete overhaul of the show. Because let's be honest, anime and manga wasn't as big a focus in our lives as it was during the original run. So in those first four or five episodes then, we tried to give it a less anime-centric feel. And while it was fun, looking back, it was a little unfocused. So where did it all start to come back? It goes back to the first day of Anime North in 2018. As mentioned in the episodes, we had been invited back to tape our late night spots, much in the same way like we did years before. But really, our story begins in the early afternoon that day in downtown Toronto, when I was invited to meet up with an old friend. I'll call him Senpai, since that's what he actually was, because he was one year ahead of me in high school. We were in a club together that tried to act like a quasi-radio station within our school. Really, it wasn't anything special, but it was quite a lot of fun. It was during that time I grew more of an appreciation for radio, and eventually talk radio and spoken word. Through it, I held a dream of eventually joining the broadcast industry. And while it didn't happen for me, it did happen to Senpai. And as you might expect, I very much looked up to him. After finishing his broadcast degree, Senpai had bounced around a few well-known broadcasting and production houses in Canada. He was even an on-air personality for a while. But as the industry evolved and changed, he knew he had to as well in order to keep up with all the technological advances moving on. So after learning coding and other related things, he was able to keep moving along and even landed a job in New York for a few years with a well-known broadcasting company there. He had been back in Toronto for some time on the day of our meeting, which took place at the CBC building right across from the Metro Toronto Convention Centre. If you're a regular at something like Fan Expo, you might know about the food court that's located across Front Street, which I've mentioned before. And that's where we had lunch and caught up on old times. After lunch, he gave me a tour of the Canadian Broadcast Centre. I saw the newsroom, the CBC Radio Studios, and even the Hockey Night in Canada set, which was on the upper floors. Then we sat down in his office and really started talking. Somebody had known about this podcast already, but he didn't listen to it back then. However, he had started to listen to it when it was restarted, including some of the original episodes. And even though I knew about his broadcasting background, I was surprised he took any curiosity at all in this show. It turned out it was actually his business to be curious. This was actually Senpai's second tour at the CBC. The first time he was there, he was a key guy in their digital initiatives. The CBC apps that some of you may have on your phones and tablets, he probably had his fingerprints on at one point or another. 
And when I met up with him, he was starting a new project concerning podcasts, which has since evolved into CBC Listen. We got into a long conversation about podcasting, the idea of specific content, podcast networks, metrics, and the business model. Podcasting has evolved enough over the last decade that it can talk a little bit more about itself being a business and look for ways to monetize itself. And that was part of what he was doing there at the time. After hearing about the history of the original Anime Roundtable, I told him a little bit about the changes I was thinking about as I got back into podcasting. And he paused. And then he said to me that even though I hadn't been podcasting for so many years, it was clear I had something pretty good back then. The key thing I did have now was a name people would likely remember even after all of these years. And that was worth keeping. He continued by saying that he had listened to some of the episodes and actually liked them, and added that I didn't need to completely change the show because it would sacrifice its original DNA. Anyone can do a podcast about a bunch of different topics, but that wouldn't be interesting to podcast listeners because they want something more focused. So yes, you can have that conversation about different foods and places and various events, but they all have their ties to your show's original premise. So don't deny it and embrace it. Before we parted, he gave me a pop socket with the logo of CBC's evening newscast, The National. Then he played his true senpai card with me taking a page out of Shatku Arai with Kenshin. Keep doing your show the way you want, he said, because it's a good show and quite entertaining. But at a point, you're going to want to do more with it and take things to another level. So when you're ready, let's meet up, have lunch, and talk again. Later that evening at Anime North, we brought back the Anime Roundtable in full, with episode one of what we now call version 2.0. So let's fast forward to today. Senpai and I have exchanged the odd message over the last two years. And I've learned that he's no longer with the CBC. He's now employed by another well-known company, though. Then a few weeks ago, he put up a very emotional and lengthy social media post. In it, he revealed he had just come out of a self-quarantine after testing positive for COVID-19. He documented the experience of his symptoms, getting tested, joking, he didn't know a swab can go that far up one's nose, and having to wait almost as long as his quarantine to get the positive result. His only physical communication with his family were through knocks on the door from his wife telling him that dinner was waiting for him on the other side, and heart-shaped messages of love and encouragement from his daughter, which were slipped underneath. He then talked about getting the clearance to leave quarantine 
and how good the sun and cool air felt as he scootered around with his family around the neighborhood, and how the hugs from them felt even better. The post was accompanied by a picture of all those little notes. He said he posted it just to remind people that this was real, and to respect it, and to respect the essential workers who have to work through it, his wife being at the top of his list. He didn't want to keep his experience a secret, so as to eliminate any stigmas associated with it. Senpai is the first person I know to have come down with COVID-19, and I wrote him back hoping he would be the only person I knew who had come down with it. Sadly, that is not the case, as I now know of one other person close to me. But fortunately, much like Senpai, this loved one is doing well too. Hopefully we'll be able to get back to what we regularly do again soon. Hopefully I'll be able to have that conversation with my senpai again soon at his current place of work. And hopefully when we do, lunch will be on me this time. Yes, we are planning an all-online chat episode pretty soon. James, Kevin, Mo, and I are just experimenting with various forms we can do this show on. We're looking to do it sometime within the next week, so please look forward to that. In the meantime, stay well and safe.